Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live from New York. It's the show that it produced one of the weirdest segments in sports television history coming up in 45 minutes. He's hyped up. He is really I mean, excited about this. Game. I hope he's on those half as good caffeinated beans again. No, the I didn't whole take thing. Too many today. Ah, Just please. the right amount today. Hold on a second. Are my Chiefs being disrespected in a run? Towards the Super Bowl, I did place a small wager last night. <laughs> Emphasis on small. <laughs> Meanwhile, a star defensive player and a bloviating analyst. That's not nice, Wilds. Who wrote that? <laughs> Both say Dak has a shot at MVP. Vegas disagrees, Ooh. but still. And finally, it's the best segment in all sports. What do you want me to tell you? A special playoff edition of Tears alongside Oof. Chris Broussard. I'm Kevin Wilds in a beautiful shirt. Nick, are you excited about this week's playoff tiers? Oh, couldn't be more excited. And the committee rose to the occasion. For the playoff tiers, only 14 teams to rank. You can spend more time. Mm-hmm. No, Nobody's overlooked. I'm very proud of what That's the committee did last there. night. Uh, we start with breaking news, <laughs> however. After 14 seasons and a Super Bowl in Seattle, Pete Carroll is out. A statement from Seahawks' Jody Allen says, quote, his role will evolve from head coach, sure, and he will remain an advisor with the organization. Nick, your reaction? Uh, Rapid fire. Like, my initial reactions were one of the best ever, college pro. There's only a handful that have done it at a super high level in both. Jim Harbaugh is trying to reach the pinnacle in both. He came very close. Mm -hmm. Jimmy obviously did. Barry Switzer did. And Switzer doesn't necessarily give him the respect of the others because it was Jimmy's team. And then, of course, Pete Carroll. Uh, My second reaction was Russ and Pete. Kind of better together than apart. Yeah, for both of them. And so, and and then, and then my last reaction was, don't hire Dan Quinn. Why? Because. Because if you're going to move on from Pete Carroll, do it to move into a new era, not to hold on to the bastions of the Legion of Boom defensive era. And I think that's what everybody thinks they're going to do. That is not what I would do. I was not overly impressed by Dan Quinn uh, when his first time being a head coach with the Falcons. But even if I was, he's probably going to be a head coach somewhere. I wouldn't want him to be the head coach in Seattle. If you're Pete Carroll did not see this coming. Pete Carroll at his end-of-season press conference yeah. was like, yeah, I think I'm going to be back. I plan to be back. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to be out. So you're doing it because you want to move on. If you want to move on, then move on. And so those are my, all my kind of initial rapid-fire thoughts when mm-hmm. I first saw it. Yeah, it, it was a gentle firing. That's what it is, yeah. right? Because at first they said he'll stay in the organization. I'm thinking like GM or something like that. But, no, advisor, yeah. that means you're probably far away. Yeah. Maybe You could be around, I guess, but you're probably far away and you're just advising. So it's a gentle way of firing a guy who has been 
Kind of legendary. A legend, you know? yeah. Um, and so I was stunned. They had a good season. You know, I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, but a lot of people did, and they came close. They were a good team. Yep. I, here's where I – well, I agree with you totally on the Russ thing. Like, it's, it's a shame for both of them. Yep. Right? Now, I don't, I'm not saying they would be a contender necessarily with Russ. Maybe, because obviously they were still playing good football. I know they had the one bad year when he was injured his last year there. But he was better with Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll, look, he obviously is a great coach in his own right and what he did at USC. Mm-hmm. But in the NFL, if my math is correct – He's 33 and 36 without Russell Wilson. Oh, man. And he's 104 and 53 with Russ. Like, Pete was a mediocre NFL coach. When you look at his records, he was a mediocre NFL coach until mm-hmm. he got Russ. And I'm not saying it was only Russ. But when he got Russ, they started making the playoffs every year. Obviously, won the Super Bowl, got there again. So, I, I think it's unfortunate, especially when Pete was going to be done like yeah. two years later. And, and- and Russ looks like he's not quite yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, but I was, the Russ has worked. The, just the flip side, to be fair to that, is we could also do the same thing. Here's Russell Wilson with oh, Pete no, Carroll totally, and without, totally. which is why, like, I totally. do think for both of them, it did feel like you know Russ wanted it to be over and wanted to move on, but it does feel like they maybe were best off together. And and I thought Pete Carroll did a really good job last year. Actually, a great job last year with that Seahawks team that people thought was going to be a bottom five team in the league getting. Them to the playoffs, yep. and they this year were alive to make the postseason yeah. with they two minutes like left sure in the shot. final game mm-hmm. of the year. And then I'm talking about even going into Sunday, mm-hmm. the, the final game, they just needed Green Bay to lose, and Green Bay didn't. I do like Dan Quinn there, though. Okay, that do. team, look, they've never had only great quarterback they've ever had is Russell Wilson. All right, and they're they've always had good running games for the most part. Sean Alexander, Marshawn Lynch, yeah. now they got some good running backs. And defense. So, Quinn, obviously, I think would strengthen their defense. So, I, I kind of like Quinn in that spot. Just quickly, if you were to put an offensive coach in there, who do you want? Oh, I think that – listen, I would be – I'd certainly call Jim Harbaugh and be like, hey, you had that fun little feud with Pete Carroll back with USC Stanford days. Do you want to replace him? Shane Waldron, I think, will get calls. Ben Johnson will get calls mm-hmm. by everybody. Like, I, if, I, I just wouldn't want to try to just kind of, you know, kind of do a – a, a reunion tour of the good old days, I would try to fur- fully turn the page. Gotcha. Okay, as long as you didn't say Vrabel, I'm good. No, he's uh, not an offensive coach. Chiefs Dolphins, good point. <laughs> uh, a battle of Miami's number one scoring offense versus the ninth best offense in Kansas City. Mahomes confident that his offensive squad will get back on track. Take a listen. I'm extremely confident, um, not only in our offense, but in the football team. Uh, you see how the defense is playing. Uh, offensively, I feel like we're going to play our best football at the right time. Um, and I think if we can just score, we don't have to score too much points. If we can just score enough points, our defense will shut the door and we can, we can find a way to get a win. Okay. What's at stake for Kansas City this postseason? Greatest five-year stretch in NFL history. And it's not arguable. They win the Super Bowl. It's the greatest five-year stretch in the history of the league. The, that right now, the five-year stretch they just completed, mm-hmm. eight Mahomes' first year as a starter through last year, is outside of the top five best, you know, in a half decades because the Steelers had two in the 70s kind of overlapping where they won three in five years. The Pats' first run, the Cowboys in the 90s, those are the best ones. 
uh, that are not the very best. The very best is the New England Patriots from 14 to 18. Won three Super Bowls, went to four, were great every single year. Here's right now this moment how the past five years for the Chiefs measure up to that five-year run by the Patriots. You'll see the regular season stuff, identical. Postseason losses, identical. You can look at it. If they win the Super Bowl, show it to us what it will look like. Well, same division title, same conference championship appearances, same Super Bowl appearance, same Super Bowl wins, better playoff win loss, better regular season win loss. And that's right now the gold standard. That's right now the best five-year run ever. So we can argue, Brew, about whether or not they're going to do it, whether it's realistic. But if they do it, it is inarguable. It's the best five-year run ever. And what starts becoming arguable is... Well, given what everyone has said about the Chiefs' offense this year and the receivers and all of this, does this right there, that moment, put Mahomes in the GOAT conversation? Our friend Colin is already, I think, soft-launching a Andy Reid GOAT coach conversation. Come on. I, I, that's, that's a I bad know you don't. I, I, I know you don't like it. That's an absurd. But I think Brew, I think the, you know, Brew makes not, the point I, about, you know, Andy, whether it's Donovan McNabb or Kevin Cobb or Alex Smith or Mike Vick, Vick, or you get the best of all these guys. And Belichick, if there's such a thing as legacy going backwards, it certainly had its reverse, you know, sire horns on for the last couple of years. I, I'm not saying I would go there, but it will be out there. But the Chiefs having the best five-year run ever will be definitive if they can finish the deal this year. Look, I, I don't disagree with a lot of what you said. Um, I, I'm glad you, you took that positive route. All right, and that's fine. If they lose, oh. they're not even a dynasty. All right, I, I think the I think there's clearly I think it's five definitive dynasties in modern NFL history. Six, going back to the '60s, they've all got at least three Super Bowl wins, and they all went back to back. And so, to me, the Chiefs have to get to three. Now, obviously, they may get there in the future, but they've got to get three wins, three Super Bowl wins. And they've got to get back to back. So if they if they don't do that, I think kind of the dynasty thing for at least right now is out the window. For Mahomes, I, I actually I will not say this, even though I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. I will not say he's the GOAT, but I bet you some people will start saying that. If they win, not, if you're if saying, they win if they the win, Super Bowl, they'll say with these receivers, he's got because his individual numbers are going to be better than Brady's. And he's just individually, he's better than Brady in terms of moving it out of the pocket and things like that. So if he, if he has, I don't think he has to get to seven. I will say. He needs to get to I three. Think, he I needs think, to get to no, less than half. I'm not saying, I think some people will say that. I, I think it's got to be like five. Okay. But I think a lot of people will start to say, man, come on. He just won with this group. We, you know, he Bro. is the GOAT. And then I, I think if he loses quickly, if he yeah. loses, I think there will be those. So I'm, I'm going both extremes. Sure. There will be those that's and if Baltimore wins, there will be those that say Ball, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback. But in can NFL. I say something? About and that? I will not be there either. But yeah. there will be those that say that. I won't be there either, but I think that'll be fair. Really? I, think that, I, don't, I don't think that's an outrageous opinion. If Lamar who will have one league MVP, then yep. wins the Super Bowl. I, I won't believe it, but it won't register to me as, like, 
That's an untenable opinion. You, you no, understand I, what I mean? And so, like, I don't think that it would be ludicrous to say it because it's like he has the same amount of MVPs. Like, the he just won the Super Bowl. And so I think it, what I think will be ludicrous is the memory-holing all of last season ever existing that's happening to Patrick right now, which is people asking, hmm. How good is Mahomes without all pro receivers? Well, I don't know. He's the defending MVP and Super Bowl MVP right. without all pro receivers last year. Yeah. The, there's been a lot of commentary this year that pretended last year didn't exist, but right. it did. So I wouldn't think the Lamar thing's unfair. On the Brady thing, You agree, Wilds, though, it'll be out there. Oh, certainly yeah. it'll be out there. And yeah. I won't think it's outrageous. I think that if you win league MVP and the Super Bowl, the and best. you were already considered yeah, I mean, one of was the not best. viewed as the best every single every, year. Right. So, and so, yeah, but on the Wilds, you got, you know, it seemed a little perturbed well. with Bruce talking goat stuff with Mahomes. Going and I right won't direction. be, will you be there? I don't think you'll be there either. I don't know. Maybe. What, how many rings Michael have when he was considered the goat? The answer is three. three. Kareem at that point had six. Russell obviously had 11. Magic had five. Michael retired after a short career when we thought he was really done. It's like, yeah, he's the best we've ever seen. He's the best in the postseason. He plays at a higher level. I don't care about the ring counting stuff. And for the as far as the trajectory of it, Brady had three rings at the end of his 14th season. And then he went on another right. run. Yep. So Mahomes will be... Forget the stats, MVPs, numbers. From a winning pace, Mahomes will be drastically ahead of where he was in that regard. So, no, I don't think it'll be, it would be outrageous for people to believe it because people don't think the team's that good this year. Because they, 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 well, to be honest, if they win it, I mean, he may work magic, but they may win it like Brady won some of his. With the great defense, and he, and he manages the game, a few sure. clutch plays. Sure, a lot of hits. And that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's Bill Belichick, so stop dissing Bill Belichick. <laughs> and, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Belichick like, is, is, is legendary. <laughs> but he hadn't done anything without Tom Brady. I'll say the that. weather will be cold, and the Chiefs' odds to win the Super Bowl actually colder. Currently the fifth-best odds to win the title. If you're anything like me, a $2 bet would net $22. Wow. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, I thought you said you did four units. That's an $8 bet, right? I moved my unit down to 50 cents. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Do you think the Chiefs are being disrespected here, Broussard? Not at all. Not in the least bit. They're 5-5 and over their last 10 games, and I'm going to pull a Nick Wright. Here's the list of quarterbacks they beat. Oh, I like this. You're right. Tua, you know who you Tua. Now, yeah. Tua looks is great compared to the rest of these guys. Aiden O'Connell, Bailey Zappi, somebody named Jake Browning, oh, Jake and Browning. Easton Stick. That's who they've beaten in, in, in their five and five wins. Isn't They're one in four <laughs> against playoff teams this season and averaging fewer than 19 points a game against those playoff teams. And so, I, look, the only reason they're even fifth probably is because of their history and the respect for Mahomes and Andy Reid. And look at this graphic, Nick. They're 15th in the league in points per game. Only seven teams ever, not since 2000, ever have reached the Super Bowl when being 15th or worse in points per game. So they've got their work cut out for them. No question about it. And, and also, when you look at the history of the Super Bowl, like, nobody's gone back-to-back since 2004, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So, 19 years. So, you look at they haven't played well. 
They're, they're not playing well against great teams. Teams don't generally nowadays win back-to-back Super Bowls. Like the, the, the graphic I just showed, there are all types of reasons to think yeah. it's just not the year for them. So this is – everything you said is true, and you're right. I do like looking at quarterbacks you've beaten. I think that is actually a pretty instructive case. Every point you're making is right, which is why they are being disrespected. Because what their rank, their ranking is not based off their history. Their ranking is who are the four teams ahead of them? Oh, the one and the two seeds. That's it. Their ranking is based on their seed right now. Like right now, they have the fifth best odds, which they should. They're the three seed. So you should have, and Detroit has the sixth best odds. Like that's right. The rankings so you're saying are. They aren't being no, disrespectful. No, I'm saying they are because they are being treated as if they are just your typical three seed. And everyone at this table knows they're not. Everyone at this table knows that does anyone question the defense? No. Does it, no. No, they don't. Okay, and they have this guy. We can show it to you right now walking into the postseason. The best we've ever seen. So should they be getting a slight bump that is better than the typical three seed? Of course they should. Of course they should. They have the, statistically speaking, playoff GOAT quarterback. And statistically speaking, second playoff GOAT, not tight end, pass catcher. Can we show Travis Kelsey's postseason numbers? Those aren't his ranks amongst tight ends. Those are his ranks amongst players. And he's behind, in every category, only Jerry Rice, who might be the greatest football player to ever live. Who also played for a thousand years and, you know, was in the... He jumped Edelman. He's jumped everyone, Wilds. He's number number two... In everything. Really? Okay. And by the way, he's number one in yards per game, even over Jerry, for guys who played at least a dozen playoff games. So do I think the Chiefs should get a little more respect yeah. than the typical three seed that goes into the playoffs a little uneasy? Yes, I would argue it's actually worked in the other direction. I would argue their history is why they're as low as they are. Because people are judging them against old Chiefs teams. No, I, I, I don't think so, though. Because oh. I just, I mean, they haven't played well this year against good teams. They haven't played well for the whole second half of the season. Like, I think people are just looking at this season. And, and they're giving them a chance because of Mahomes. But so, where would you have them be? Right now, they should be third. But, Brew, if the you, Baltimore and San Francisco should oh, be yeah. ahead of them, they should be third. Brew, if you Go did a. We kick this around sometimes. If there was an idea that you could draft your opponents, right, if you were the captain right. of, of a playoff mm-hmm. football right. team, do you think anyone is drafting the Chiefs super high? Or no, the Chiefs no, still I, sitting there like, oh, shoot, I guess I'll go to Arrowhead and play the Chiefs. Well, so the that, he, that's day. a good question. If you're Baltimore, and it's like, let's say Baltimore, you know, beats the Browns or the Texans yeah, right. in round two, and that game is on Saturday. And Sunday being played in Buffalo, divisional weekend, is Chiefs-Bills. And Baltimore gets to host either one, and let's say that there's no major injuries for either team. Who do you think the Baltimore Ravens are rooting to win that game? Obviously, It's obviously the Bills. They I don't do know not. If it's obvious. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying they want the Chiefs. Obviously, you fear or have a healthy respect for the Chiefs. But I think, Nick, this year – the ceiling for both of these teams, has, at least what we've seen, Buffalo's has been higher. Now, Mahomes can obviously go crazy, even more so than Josh Allen, but we just haven't seen it this year. So I think Buffalo's shown you, you – you'll be thinking, man, Buffalo could come here and throw the game away. Or yeah. Yeah. Buffalo could come here and wipe us out. It's like LeBron is a seven seed. Like, don't want to play him. 
Uh, second time this year, the Chiefs, Chiefs are playing. Chiefs fans coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's true. <laughs> that is one. true. He's trying to get back to that. Second time this year, Chiefs are playing Tyreek. Uh, here's Andy Reid on his former wide receiver. He's always ready to play, so he'll be he'll be fired up, I'm sure. Um, and then our fan, it doesn't matter who comes in. I mean, our fans are like they're they're crazy every week. So I mean, it's uh, it's going to be electric, um, no matter who's out there. But I know Tyreek, you know Ty- Tyreek will be fired up. I mean, but like he's probably like our fans. He's always fired up. So, <laughs> uh, what's on the line for Tyreek? Uh, maybe a little regret. Oh, could it sad. creep in just a bit? Let's just let, thought exercise here. Wow. Um, from a team success perspective, could you have written a worse script for Tyreek than, all right, your first year without Mahomes, they have the highest scoring team in the league, Mahomes wins MVP, they average 30 a game in the playoffs, and win the Super Bowl, you guys don't win a playoff game, and your second year without Mahomes, you go to his building and he beats you. Like, is, is there, I understand he got his money in his yards. I would argue he was going to have good money and good stats if he stayed in Kansas City. Warmer. Do you think a little bit of angst can creep in if his season ends for the second year in round one and for the second year, at the very least, the Chiefs are still playing and maybe we'll see how far they can go? Look, he obviously wants to win. And if he were in Kansas City, they would be – Probably the one seed and favorite to win the Super Bowl, at least right there with San Francisco. Maybe with the number 18 defense, but yeah, well, go ahead. Well, I, I, I think he has nothing to lose. He's a wide receiver. Wide receivers are not judged by Super Bowls. That's why I said right. he wants to win, and so I don't want to, like, yeah, if they lose to the Chiefs, he's like, man, I want to get. But this dude's already got a Super Bowl, and Terrell Owens, Randy Moss didn't exactly. even win it with Tom Brady. All right, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, you're right. But Calvin Johnson, none of those guys have even won one Super Bowl ring. Tyreek's won one. And Nick, this is why I like, I completely disagree with the regret thing. Because his numbers have been decidedly better in Miami than they have than they were in Kansas City. And in Kansas City, sure, we were talking about he was a great receiver. No one was talking about him as a top five all time. And definitely, I mean, Hall of Famer probably would have made it. Oh, he but here's what I here's what I'll say. Yeah. When you're, I think Super Bowl rings for receivers matter when you're really good, but not you might not be like. A superlatively Edelman. great receiver. Edelman, Edelman and, and, and I'm not taking a shot Edelman. at all. Edelman was a good – his, his legacy great. is yeah. he was but a great he, playoff and, performer. And, and I don't think he'll get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I know you think he is. I, I don't think he is. But what, my favorite player growing up, Lynn Swan, in the Hall of Fame because of what he did in the Super Bowls, yeah. you yeah. know, because his numbers in the yeah, but, regular season weren't there. So – I, I think Tyreek, like, but he got more money. He's actually getting more individual glory and love than he did in Kansas City. And he still got a Super Bowl he, ring. So you can't even I'm say not. he wasn't a winner. All right, we got to go. Final thoughts. No, 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 it's fine. Okay. Uh, is Dak the real MVP? He's got a case. Next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. MVP, basically a foregone conclusion, not to Micah Parsons, who went to bat for his quarterback. Take a listen. Lamar played great. Uh, obviously, he's going to win MVP because how the media looks at it. But Dak played the best football in the NFL. I don't, you no know, one as a quarterback, no one can tell me differently. The stats, the film, uh, the place he's been able to stand, what he did this year, he he is by far my MVP. It's great. First of all, you Mike, you're doing an awesome job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. Like if he didn't play football, I'd be like, here's Micah Parsons, the guy who lives in Texas, and he's still interesting. Uh, okay, so this season, same, uh, you know. Lamar has more wins, obviously, but all the numbers there are closer than expected. Well, Total TV, what, TVs, yeah. TVs, Dak has 38, and Lamar only has 29. Yeah. So, Nick, is there a case that Dak's the real MVP? We're also welcoming in Greg Jennings, Super Bowl champion. I think there's a very obvious and easy case. I think you can make a super compelling case for those two people and those two people only. As the year ended, with McCaffrey being hurt, his numbers slowing down, Purdy imploding in that one game, and I think having a bad three-game stretch, I, and Tyreek not coming close to 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. I think there are two people who you can sit on television or in front of microphone like Micah and make a compelling argument for, which is why I find it so odd that if the Vegas odd journey were close to be correct, it is a runaway. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is damn near unanimous. That's the part that I, I am not going to neg Lamar and act like that, you know, oh, my God, Lamar doesn't deserve him. I think it's totally credible to vote for Lamar. But one of the things Brew was saying throughout the year that at one point was true and I no longer think is, is, oh, but it, it's such a weird year. When you look at Dak's numbers, numbers and the fact that his team did climb to the two seed, yeah. it's no longer a weird year. It's just like, oh, yeah, usually that wins MVP. Now, Lamar is a unique case because that it, it is a lot of eye test stuff. It yeah. is his impact on the game and the pressure he puts on defenses, which is why I'm totally fine with him winning it. But Dak should have a – if there's 50 first-place votes – I think it's close enough to where it should be in the 20s to in the 20s, like a 28-22 vote split. And I think it's going to be closer to like 45 for Lamar, three for Dak, and a couple for Josh Allen. Who would you vote for? My vote would go to Lamar. Yeah. uh, But I also oddly think that what hurt Dak was that Lamar didn't have to play in week 18, 
And so we just totally threw away Dak's Week 18. Dak's Week 18, I know they're playing Washington, yep. was wildly important. Yep. They lose that game. They, they, they didn't know they, Giants, the Eagles right. were going to lose too. But they could have fallen to the five seed. And he dealt and was awesome. So I, I just think there's a real, real case for it. Look, I think it's cl- it should be closer. I'm with Lamar, but it should be closer than the odds are saying. Yes. Um, the pro, I think there's two strong. I, I mentioned the eye test for Lamar. Obviously, he had the best record, but it's just one game separated. Yes. All right. But I think two big things, Greg, for Lamar. First of all, the injuries. All right. Dak had good take. a top, what, two, three receiver on his team. All right. Lamar played without, he lost his top two running backs. That's totally legit. He lost his all-pro tight end or yep. pro bowl tight end in Mark Andrews and made Isaiah likely. Now he's a player. Um, and, Nick, I remember, I don't know if you still agree, you said midway through the season Kansas City's receiving core was better than Baltimore's. So he didn't have a great receiving core. I think it's good. I, I, I agree with Right. That. Okay, so not a great receiving no. core. And so I think that's the first argument for Lamar over Dak. Secondly, and you know I'm big on who you do it against. Against the playoff teams, this is these are their numbers. Good. Lamar was better. Look at the passing yards. He's right there. Obviously, we expect Dak to be better with that. But completion percentage, TD to interception ratio, yards per attempt, and obviously passer rating. So, Lamar was better against the best teams over Dak, too. So, I think those are the arguments why Lamar gets it. What's interesting about this is early in the season, I was saying Dak is the MVP. So, you guys mm-hmm. know how yeah. I feel about Dak. He's had a tremendous season. I don't think there's a way you can make that case now mm-hmm. simply because when they needed him to be great, those those last three games, the, well, not the last three because the Washington was the last three, yeah. but you mentioned it was a throwaway, clearly a throwaway. But Buffalo yep. on the road. We know they had road problems and road issues. Could they overcome those road issues and those woes? And he played great. He did not play great in that game, and they got blown out. And then you go to Miami. I thought he was really good in Miami. He was good in Miami, but you lose the game. And so you, you almost, that's almost a wash. And so in those games, and then Detroit, it's like he was great in Detroit against won. Detroit. They won, but it's like a question mark on that right. game. Like, yeah. uh, I, I understand. I understand. And then when you, if I go back to Lamar, on top of all that you said, he was in a completely new offensive system. And the thing about Lamar was, okay, can he be a throwing quarterback? Can he come from behind? He checked every box. So it's hard to say you have a case that is comparable to Lamar. When you look at the numbers, absolutely. Right. Dak had a phenomenal year, a great year. I, you see the numbers and the I, stats and the rankings. He had a great year, I'm but it, it's Lamar. Sorry, uh, this is Josh came up. A lot of the ideas that I say are just like my own concoctions. This is 100% Josh. I'm, yeah, I'm we, we, you know how the audience knows what? if it's smart or not. They're like, they're like oh, that must be that Josh guy's The Vikings pick yeah, was all, all you. That you was Josh. <laughs> I was like, I'll go with it, Josh. Right. Uh, he got blown out twice, obviously, San Francisco and Buffalo. The last eight MVPs combined, only two losses combined by 20-plus, and Dak wow. had it uh, you know, wow. twice in one year. So that I would also rest. say, Nick, that while Dak's numbers were very good and they were the best this year, the quarterbacks, they're not like like typically it might be a guy with forty touchdowns. Oh, I agree with that. Five thousand yards. Like they're really good, but they're not yep. quite. I know. 
You know they're I mean? not runaway. In, they're, right. they, yep. they don't measure up to Lamar's first MVP, either of the Mahomes MVPs, Rogers or Rogers' last two yes. MVPs. Uh, that part I totally agree. Nobody this year threw for 5,000. Nobody threw for 40 touchdowns, you know, much right. less 50 touchdowns, which we kind of got spoiled. In 17 you know? games, obviously. Mahomes may have left an MVP on the table then. What do you mean? That this, that well, this MVP I, you know was what? up for grabs. If he played at his normal Mahomesian level, that was an MVP he could have grabbed. That, that's okay. If they still had Tyreek, he'd have won MVP. Well, guys, they, and they might not it. be the defending champions. we got to stop with if they still had Tyreek. They won the Super Bowl the and year they, they won it with Tyreek. I don't know, but I know I they, they did win it yeah, with I bet they That wouldn't have been your pop. I, I know they, they did win it What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and i got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. NFC wildcard, Rams at Lions Sunday night. Stafford head to his first home golf, playing his old team. Lions favored by three, and the Rams have been hot 7-1 since the bye. And echoes of their Super Bowl team. Check this out, uh, season comparison. The turnovers are the same. Red zone touchdown percentage, very similar. Rushing yards per game, they're even better now. Rushing TDs, pretty similar. Except there's eight more. Actually, when I look at it. Actually, when I look at it. Have you read any of this stuff? This was one of those things Josh gave you, but you didn't look before. You're not going to say that it's the same. It's going to say better. Better. Better at everything. I was confused. Buddy, you're one for three. We're not playing baseball here, friend. More like that. More like free throws. Okay. Okay. The question is the wrong team favor. Yeah. So it's not just that the Rams are as hot as any team in the league. We show it to you. We can show them since Stafford came back from his injury, what have they done? The answer is beat everyone except for one overtime loss to Baltimore, who in that time was just crushing people. So all of that's a, you know, a positive as far as how they're playing. But I can be as I can obviously at times be a brilliant man, but I also can be a simple man. And let me just ask Greg Jennings this question. Please. Hey, in this game, which team has the better coach? Who? Come on. Ooh, who is the better coach? I, I would go with the Rams. Who has the better quarterback? <sighs> I would go with the Rams. Who has the better defense? What are uh, we talking as about? As far as being opportunistic. Okay, what sure. are we talking about? <laughs> One team has the better coach, the better quarterback, the better defense. I would argue now that Laporte is down, the better weapons. Like, I, what are we talking about? 
I, I, I mean, the Rams I, are clearly the better team. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say clearly. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lions, I'm going to give them some respect. Um, I, I Look, the Rams could win this game. I'm not sure which way I'm going yet. But the Lions, just like you said, Lions have had the better offense. Golf Stafford is close. Right. I don't think it's as bad. As, like, look at the numbers. I mean, Golf's numbers actually were better. All right, across the board. And, and I, I get that Stafford's gotten hot lately, but like I said, he is one interception drop oh away. Goodness. I'm just Three saying. Now he's a darn near legend. <laughs> and, and Nick on the call was putting him in the soup in the Hall no, of Fame. No, I was they not. Win, Don't if say they that. win the Super Bowl, if they the win the Super Bowl, and uh, he could have been a, a goat in the negative sense had Tart not dropped that. So I'm just saying, I think that the the Lions have played great football. The defense. I'm with Greg. Like the defense has gotten better. When you go into Dallas. In a game Dallas has its antennas up for, and you hold them to 20 points, like that's impressive. So seven yeah. of that, I mean, it's 27. And I thought Lane they outplayed the ball at the goal line. We, whenever we talk about that Detroit-Dallas game, we talk about all the bad luck that went against da- Detroit. And we, I don't think, I don't think it was the Detroit defense that that all of a sudden, you know what I mean, where Ceedee Lamb fumbles at the inch line, or else that's 27 and they're up 14-3. Okay. Right? I mean, oh, they, they were in the more time. If they exactly. In the right. We can't we'll do that. What? They spent oh, the more... entire analysis of that game has been because about a play a that didn't happen. There was a legit mistake the, made the on officials. the referees. But if we're going to count CD's long touchdown when the Lions guy was playing poor flag football, then he doesn't get credit for an extra touchdown because okay. he sparked right, the ball fair. out of the no, end zone. No, we know. Look, I don't think the wrong team is favored. There's a lot of momentum if you're the Detroit Lions. There's a lot of positive energy in, in that city, in that Locker room, this is their first home playoff game. Shoot, I wasn't even born the last time they had a playoff game at home. This is the first home That's game at Ford Field. I'm That's sorry. a lie. You're older than you're letting the audience know. It's okay. Well, come <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's okay. And, and when you look at this team, like, they can score points. They're, there's no team in the NFC that scares this team, and I think they're playing. They're, they're going to play with the chip and the edge yeah. because of what happened down in Dallas because they feel like they should be the number two seed, mm-hmm. and they had an opportunity to slip away from them. Despite how we all see, how we all understand that it went down, they feel like this is a matchup that they can get done. And when you have a guy in Jared Goff who we can say uh, Matthew Stafford, he's kind of tied that bow and he's coming back to Detroit and all the things. He has he has a Super Bowl already. But Jared Goff is the odd man out where it's like, I haven't had a chance to get back at this team Ooh. that outed me. And so he's going to be on that sideline prior to the game starting. And those guys are going to they're going to they're going to rally around him. They're going to push him to be great. I think the Detroit Lions come away. I think you guys are nuts. And all those wins, and that, defense, all those Nick, wins that you're talking about right. with the Rams. I mean, it was Seattle, one Arizona. I mean, Cleveland was a good win. You lose the Washington they, Saints. Like, yeah, they, one they, playoff they took team. Took the Ravens the overtime but in Baltimore. That was a great. That's game. the one loss they've had. They've had since the bye. So they have the better go. coach, the better quarterback. But it's, it's, I don't I don't think those gaps are as wide as you're saying. I mean, the I'm coach. You don't think Sean? No, he's better. He's better. Look, people look at Dan Campbell because he's a big, huge guy and all these things and think he's not a cerebral coach. He has turned that team around. He could he's be done a very good a buck t- ten. If I saw him go for two nah, from he, the seven, I would think he's not that, that That's one bad play. But, I mean, come on. Coming up like, next. <laughs> the dude, get a say, dude say that to his face. If you right, right, right. right. <laughs> the other thing, I, I'm not sure the Lions fans are going to. I think they're nervous.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up in a few short minutes, well, it's the most wonderful segment in all of sports. It's Nick's Tears. But right now, oh my goodness. Since the regular season is over and every game is obviously a must-win, we've modified our beloved and bewildering must-win segment into a new segment sure to take the sports world by storm. Without further ado, a special playoff edition of Must Win called can't lose or can't lose. First up, Browns in Houston. You're not going to explain it more? That's it. Joe Flacco, <laughs> Renaissance versus the birth of a superstar, C.J. Stroud. Last time they matched up, Amari Cooper went for 265 and two touchdowns as the Browns won by 14. This season, the tail of the tape between Flacco, who is 38, and Stroud, who is 22. So we're going to start with you, Brew. You get the segment, correct? Flacco. Kind of. <laughs> can't lose, right? He can't lose. It's a can't lose. He team. can't lose in that he's playing with house money. Can't so how This do you, dude he can't lose like yeah. he can't even if they it's lose about he doesn't lose. Bro, is it is he, it, he is can't it, lose. He he's 30 lose. what? 8 years old, about to be 30. I think he's been yeah. 39 in a couple of weeks. Um he was sitting on his couch. He's resurrected himself probably get on the team next year heck might be starting. Win or lose, he's proven that he could be playing somewhere next year. So, can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose that night. Uh, I don't know which. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he can lose. Like, Joe Flacco's going to lose. He's not the best quarterback in this game. So, he. I understand. Am I I getting it wrong? Yeah, you're getting it wrong. He is getting it wrong. We're not picking. First of all, he's Cleveland. The land. Cleveland's going to win this game. Okay. I love C.J. Stroud like is you. Is Flacco but, uh, in a can't-lose NFC? Yeah. No, he's not. Okay, first of all, yeah, that's wrong. It's, he's thing. definitely yeah. not in a can't. We should take that off the screen. He's definitely not in a can't-lose NFC wildcard game because <laughs> this game's being played in the AFC. But that ad, that makes it even more confusing. <laughs> Thank you, Ups. That makes it a little more confusing. I'm lost. But Wilds, Wilds yeah. is, can I, can I help about. our co-host and the audience? Please. Guys, there is, man. Dak, you can't lose to the Packers. Can't lose. And there's Flacco. Man, he can't lose no matter what happens. Can't lose. That's the situation Flacco is in. He is, as Drew put it, he's playing with house money. He can't lose. I also do think the Browns, I lean to, as Brew is, uh, I'm not official on this, but I'm leaning Browns in this game, so I don't think he's going to lose. There we go. Well done. Quick change. Uh, but, yeah, he's in a can't lose. He can't lose. Exactly. Is, well, in your lose. mind, is this, is this a must win for C.J. Stroud? <laughs> I'm not answering your okay. question. Moving on. Next up, Josh Allen. Hosting the Steelers. Bills are 10-point favorites against the Steelers team, missing T.J. Watt. But hold on a second. Here's the last few games with the Bills as double-digit favorites. Remember, they don't get blown out. But are you okay? <laughs> yeah, goodness. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these have all been tight wins, including some unimpressive victories down uh, the stretch. 
So, Brew, tell me if I'm wrong. This is a classic can't lose. Josh Allen can't lose this game. He cannot lose this game. You get it. All right? He cannot lose this game. The Pittsburgh, they got Mason Rudolph at quarterback. They haven't won a playoff game in, what, six years or something like that? They're lucky to be in the playoffs. T.J. Watt is out. Mm. Josh Allen, you cannot lose this game because if you lose it, you're probably losing your head coach. Wow. That's a fact. Yeah, you can't lose this game. You just won, ripped off five straight regular season ending wins to get in this position to play the Pittsburgh Steelers or whoever would have ended up being the seventh seed. It just happens to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're without their best player in T.J. Watt. Yeah, you cannot lose this game. So the I, these guys are all exactly right. The odd thing about this, the Bills never get blown out thing, that's totally true, except for, of course, the postseason. Mm-mm. When two of their last three postseasons have ended in blowout losses. The AFC title game to the Chiefs <laughs> and last year to the Bengals. And then the one that wasn't a blowout was obviously the epic round two game against the Chiefs in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. A loss that was also the biggest win of Josh Allen's career in such an odd spot. Uh, but no, you can't lose. Can't lose. They, the, had they lost to the Dolphins, then they are in a totally different spot. Had they lost to the Dolphins and then they're playing the Dolphins on the road as the seventh seed and you lose against, like, okay, that team was just better than us this you know, over the course of the year. But because you ended up as the two seed and because you're playing, I think the team that of all 14 playoff teams is taken the least seriously. The team that we all feel like is probably the luckiest to be there in Pittsburgh. Certainly the team with the quarterback that is trusted the least in Mason Rudolph. Yeah, you can't lose this game if you're Josh Allen on the Bills, which is the exact type of game they tend to. But that's the you thing. You can't. It's, no, all, it's like they could lose. It, it, they can't lose, but they yeah. could lose. That's exactly right. <laughs> I think the Steelers though are in a classic can't lose. Yes, in Dude, they, they are in a can't lose. Absolutely can't lose. Finally, such a buckle up. Jalen versus the Big Show. Super Bowl silver medalists are floundering, sorry Dusty, while the Bake Show did just enough last week to clinch the NFC South with a 9-0 win. Uh, Quick double up. Brew, it's going to go to you. This feels like a a can't lose for Jalen and a can't lose for Baker, right? You feel like that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Honestly, like Jalen can't lose. Exactly. He can't. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I think they both. That's right. I think they both can't lose. Because here's my thing with Jalen. It's over. The Eagles, everybody thinks they're done. All right. So if they lose in the second round, they were S-Bob. If they lose in the second round, is it going to feel any better? I mean, if they lose this game, people are writing them off. They lost five of six. They look terrible. This would definitely. No, it would stop it. But he. So what? What are people going to write off Jalen Hurts if they lose? That, this awesome. is, people expect them to lose now. No, that's and they also they're are saying favored. he's injured. They're, no, they, 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 no. I, I'm just, I'm just, I really yeah, don't they, think. I really think if they lose this game, it's going to be people going to be upset. They're going to be ticked off in Philly, but. The season is already like no, a mess. Like I, the, this is where I totally disagree. You're right, the season is a mess. You're right that at this point, Eagles fans have kind of baked in a level, a, a level of disappointment. That is worlds away from losing. 
to the Tampa Bay Bucks and an injured Baker Mayfield on oh, Monday now, Night Football. Now, now he's injured. Now he's injured. What do you mean now he's injured? Well, his ribs are he's the, playing. Baker's I, in a can't lose. I, I, and Jalen. The rare I, can't I'm not lose gonna, home I'm game. not going to argue with you guys about Jaylen's whether or not an injured player is injured. We all saw the game. We all saw him be injured. He could barely walk off the field after the interview. Which is why Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, Greg, can't lose this game. Okay. You lose this game, your coach might be fired. You, they, Baker is in a can't lose, but Jalen yeah. is in a can't, can't lose. lose. Greg, That's yes. where that. This is a Hurts can't lose. Can't like lose. you can't lose, and not not only because you have the better team and, on paper, and you Do are they? just clearly the better team. Yeah, bro. They, 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 the you Giants just mopped the floor. You just jumped Eight off the Eight days ago, you had them in the I Super Bowl. Know, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying, but now I had to put on you, my analyst cap. When I, look, I, I, I think I'm going to pick Philly. I'm just saying if I'm they done. No, hold on. <laughs> if they lose this game, you guys are acting like people are going to be shocked. Like, oh my gosh, they lost to the Buccaneers. No. People expect them to lose now. They just got mopped by the Giants I, and the Cardinals. You know what? The, the other week, the other day, the other week or the other day, I was I gave you grace. I was no, like, you can't take you. it back. You, finally, you cannot I'm take it back. Done. You gave you it back. You can't go from one you extreme to the it's other. Just like, I'm like, just it. One game ago, <laughs> you I believed really, in them going to the Super Bowl. Now really you're like, they might as well done. forfeit. No, what? no. Try to, I think I'm going to pick them, but I'm just saying. <laughs> what? If they lose, wild. Yeah. be great. <laughs> I told you it was going to be great. Good call. I Tears like next. Once we figured out what it was, once we figured out what it was, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live from New York, it's a show wishing Rob Parker an early happy birthday. Wow. Wow. His birthday is actually today. Oh, oh the Second hour, first things first. Today, the one reason the Steelers might steal the game from Buffalo. Meanwhile, Kawhi. Back on the Clippers for three years. Does that mean Broussard is back too? Mm. When did he ever leave? They're balling. Wow. I'm just saying, they, they're balling. I'm just, that's, that's true. I'm a mystery man with the Clippers. I have no <laughs> idea where I'm at. But right now, of course, it's Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Let me get you caught up to speed. Last night while eating two paninis <laughs> and underrating the Packers defense. This guy. A select group of fans, stands, and tomato cans. Now met at a candlelit crumbled cookie store to fight and toil. <laughs> say, ooh, <laughs> burn the midnight oil to construct the best segment in all of sports media. It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for the first playoff edition of Nick's Tears. Also, if I may, it is a pleasure to have once upon a time committee member. Mm-hmm. Greg Jennings, oh. back with us for the tears. It's been a full five weeks since Greg's been here true? for a tears. Didn't he get excommunicated? Because of holidays and vacation and things. Wow. And so, it, you know, I always sometimes, especially in the important tears, I like to be able to look to the side and say, he's been in that room with me. He understands. You how kicked hard him out. Made. Well, no, he, he got excommunicated. Term limited. He was term limited. Bottom of the tears. 
Dead team walking the Eagles. They've lost five to six. They have no identity or direction. They might not have a coach. They certainly don't have a defensive coordinator, which is odd because they actually have two. And somehow their offensive coordinator is getting head coaching interviews. I don't understand any of it. I do know this. They were, while even though some people had them going to the Super Bowls recently as six days ago, they are currently <laughs> the dead team walking. Next row, hell of a story. For Tampa and Pittsburgh, it's already been a great story getting here. It would be an unbelievable story if Tampa were able to beat the defending NFC champions in round one, or if Pittsburgh were able to beat the two-time defending media Super Bowl champions in round one. (laughs) Either way, it's a hell of a story that they're here. Get the offense rolling. They're going to have to score 30 to have any chance. Now, that's easier said than done. Dallas has allowed 30 one time at home all year. Kansas City has allowed 30 one time in the past two years. And I don't think, given the Dolphins' defensive injuries and given the Packers' lack of defensive personnel despite what they did in that game against the Chiefs when I don't think that same uh, officiating crew is going to help them out with the no-call defensive pass interference either Wilds. I think they're going to have to win a shootout. I don't know that either can, but that's their only hope. Terrible draw. This is a shame because these are fun seasons from fun teams, and they got, in my opinion, their worst-case scenario round one matchups. For the Lions, you have to deal with the ghosts of Christmas past walking back into the building with Matt Stafford. You are also all of a sudden going to have Dan Campbell in a tactical battle with Sean McVay. I don't think that's going to work out great. On the other side, for the Texans, you once again – uh, you know, make the playoffs. You're the first playoff game, your regular Saturday afternoon slot, and you're playing a team that has, while you have no experience, they have the most experienced, second most experienced quarterback in the postseason, and a defensive front that is going to be able to disrupt your offense unlike any other defense in the postseason, and a secondary that's going to be able to take away your only healthy receiver yet, Nico Collins. I like both of these teams. I've enjoyed watching them. I think it's a terrible draw. Don't kill us, quarterback. This goes in both directions. Listen, both these teams should be able to win round one based on defense and running game alone. However, Joe Flacco, given despite the fact it's been a wonderful story, leads the NFL in interceptions since he took over as the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, Josh Allen has 22 giveaways on the season. Only Wilds guy Sam Howell has more. You need Flacco and Allen to make big plays to win your round two games. To win your round one games, you just need them not to make big mistakes given what you're up against. Prepare the busts. This is what Brew and I got so argumentative about in the morning call. If the Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl, Sean McVay and Matt Stafford are Hall of Famers. McVay is in now, too? What? If uh, yes, Sean like McVay, Sean McVay would have been to three Super Bowls and won two. He could walk away and be Hall of Famer. Jo- uh, the late great John Madden went to one Super Bowl in a short career, walked away, made it. He would be in, and Stafford just made his second Pro Bowl. And I know that surprised people. He only made one before. He's but got if he the makes, numbers. If he has the numbers, if he has two okay. Super Bowls, that he's in. Deja vu. Great defense, a ton of weapons, a good draw. Don't let it happen again. 
In 2019, this was the story for a 13-win Niner team, and then quarterback play in the Super Bowl killed him. In 2021, this was the story for a 13-win Niner team, and then quarterback play in the NFC title game killed them. In 2022, this was the story for an excellent Niner team. Might have, the, actually, might have been 10 wins in 2021, pardon me. And quarterback injury killed them. They, they have had a Super Bowl caliber team four of the last six years, and quarterback play has killed them. They hope it does not happen again. Okay. Now they're us, Bob. You know what, bro? Wow. Oh, wow. You were right. You know, I've wow. argued about it all year. Bro, I thought this about it. This is a W. I thought this about it. This is a W you know what? for me. Wilds, wow. it's rare. Cat three opinion by me. Really? Just wrong. Who <laughs> was right all along? The Cowboys are, in fact, Super Bowl or bust. And Thank you. finally, atop the tiers, an all-time team. The Ravens, a plus 200-point differential, an MVP at quarterback, the number one scoring defense. They check all the boxes, and that might that's 13. They're not team. tricking. Still the champs. Okay. Oh, everybody's zero and zero, and they are still, in fact, the champions. Throw the regular season out. You want to face Mahomes? You, you, you want to face I Reed? That. I don't think you do. There it is, Greg Jennings. Okay. Wild card weekend tears. <laughs> I'm just jumping straight. To you, I'm go the Chiefs. Stop it. What? Cut it out, Nick. You've done this all season no, long, and I'm not buying it. And I tune in when I'm not here in your little A block where I'm not invited. It's just the three <laughs> amigos. Uh, and you talk about how great Patrick Mahomes is and being the best quarterback and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But can we see how good he's really been in comparison to all these quarterbacks? Full image. Most oh, okay. Well, we don't what? Have do we not? Are you kidding me? What are we doing, guys? Don't do this to me. Okay, it, it, maybe we'll my my full screen has to support my take. This one. is not going to go over great if I don't have that. I thought I was like, oh, wow, they're not good. Full yeah. image. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I don't even need it. Okay, go ahead. When you look at below five. Oh, there, there it is. There we go. You, oh. When you don't need it, it shows up. Look at these numbers. These are the oh, quarterback yeah. play of teams below 500 record. That are quarterbacks that are remaining yeah. in the postseason. Look at Mahomes, one and four. And then you, we might say, well, yeah, because his receivers and you put it on the receivers. Uh, well, let's look at his yards per pass when we talk about the Ooh. receivers. It's not wow. just about the drops. It's they've reduced their style of offense to, you know what, let's just try to get these guys the ball and they don't get the ball down the field. Mm. So he has the lowest yards per pass. Good, and then when you look at passer rating. Yeah. Matt Patrick Mahomes is great, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wow. 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 Oh. Uh, Jared Goff is all the way to the right at 87. Uh, Stafford, 80. Woo, where's Mahomes? Mahomes finally showed, This is however. Look, we can, act, <laughs> we can act as though this is the Mahomes of old. This is the Kansas City of old. They're not, Nick. Okay. And you will find out sooner rather than later. Mm, the Chiefs wow. should not be a top of team. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm allergic Fire. to nonsense. Uh, all right, so I'm going to bring up a dynasty of your Oh. So, Greg, you're a, you were a basketball player, and you're certainly a basketball fan. 2002, the Los Angeles Lakers, they were going for their third ring. They were mm -hmm. trying to cement a dynasty. Third straight. And, well, their third ring, though. Yes, it would have been third straight, but it also was their third ring of the Shaq Kobe that. era. <laughs> and unlike in years that. past, they weren't the one seed. They weren't even the two seed. They, in fact, were the three seed. And they had to go on the road in round two and on the road in round three. And that ended with... Everyone being like, oh, wait, 
We really thought the Kings were going to do it, did we? That seemed pretty foolish. Now, maybe the refs had something to do with that. By the way, I'm not opposed to that either. However, the, okay, we'll just see. If, if you, you have an opportunity to be right. You've been beating the drum throughout the week that the Chiefs are do- dead and done and losing to the Dolphins. We'll see. Go Greg, ahead. excellent job. Thank excellent you. job. And on that graphic about records against winning teams, was Dak Prescott and the Cowboys at three and four. So how in, they, in the world, I'll, I'll handle the Niners being third. I, I get it with the Chiefs, that's your team. You want them on the top. We know they don't deserve to be there, but you throw them up there, that's fine. Ravens, yes. How in the world are the Cowboys ahead of the San Francisco 49ers? Niners five and three against teams with winning records. Cowboys three and four. I, Nick, you just last couple segments ago, who has the better head coach? Kyle Shanahan or Mike McCarthy? The Niners. Okay. Who has the better defense? That's a that's that's, uh, is a, very, it, is that's it? a close one. Nobody's saying, yeah. oh, run yeah, the but, ball. But, but you're leaving the out the most Niners. important one. But I think you would say the best defense is but, the Niners. But you're leaving out the most and important I, one. I, well, look, statistically, Brock Purdy is very close to Dak Prescott. I think Dak is better quarterback. Yeah. But playoff. I mean, but, I think that's what you want to hold against Brock. Brock has actually been oh, I don't want to hold very good in the playoffs. Pass no, rate no, he has not. Better. He has uh, not. Completion percentage. This is, this is two and one. This is he a played, ridiculous. He played two frame. full games. One of them he threw for 300 plus he and did three one TDs. Good playoff game. And one of them he outplayed Dak. That's what you're yep. in that one there. He was clean. The, he was clean, and Dak okay. was dirty, and threw the, two interceptions, and yep. he was better. So there is no, and not to mention. The 32-point drubbing. Look at the bottom. 49ers beating Dallas by 32 wasn't enough? No. How in the world can you put Dallas ahead of the Niners right now with a straight face? Because uh, I think they're better. And because oh, okay. they're quarterback. I mean, I'm sorry. The, I think they're – Greg, way, how many times you get they, beat by 32 points by teams that were worse the, than you? Am, am I – Am I tr- – they, they both – by the way, they, I know we have viewed the Niners in a certain light and the Cowboys in another light. They both won 12 games this year. They both – to Bruce's point, statistically speaking, their quarterbacks had similar production, but the Cowboys was better. The Cowboys and Niners defense, to me, is a coin flip. I don't think you can say hands down the Niners have a better defense than Dallas. Uh, Bru, you have argued – every time I've argued against Purdy being MVP, you have made the case the Cowboys offensive line and the Cowboys oh, weapons is, is – Great. So, yeah. So, Birdie I'll did take it with the a, team uh, uh, whose quarterback I trust more. Go ahead, Wilds. I'm here to turn over a new leaf. Because remember, I'm adding something to my New Year's resolutions. As you know, I'm, I gave up defending Mac Jones, mm-hmm. um, Casamigos, and Soda, mm-hmm. and also picking against the Cowboys. I've picked against the Cowboys. Every week? Not every week, but a lot. Yeah. I've been waiting for this F game. I'm trying to time the F game. I can't do it anymore. I'm moving the Cowboys above the Ravens as the number two team. And here's what? why. First of all, they're 16-0 at home. And a while I was like you, I was like, well, you know, they're due for a loss. I'm like, no, they're not. They're just going to be 17-0, and then they're going to be 18-0. So I'm done picking against them. The other thing I'm, I'm ready to admit, as much as we want to talk about Tyreek Hill, because he does backflips, I guess, CeeDee Lamb is him. CeeDee Lamb seems like he's all over the field, seems like he's always open. They're running interesting little handoffs to him. I'm now officially a CeeDee Lamb fan. And finally, I sampled one of your takes. Some people would say stole. Yeah, that's what you typically do. Sample. Uh-huh. Sample. Check, because I bought Shopping you that panini. Oh, yeah. yeah. Part of the payment. Uh, two seeds don't lose. So I'm claiming that this is better than a buy. But Wilds, are they better than the Ravens who are on a buy? Yeah. 
I would rather have a Cowboys team host the Packers, beat up on the Packers, than have a rusty Ravens team who've had three weeks off relaxing, going to the national championship game, playing video games. So I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Wilds? Yes? Cogent analysis and commentary like that might just get you an invite to next year's committee meetings. Not interesting. Yeah, I want to be a Chiefs fan. <laughs> Coming up next. the statements. Steelers, Bills. Are the Bills going to the Super Bowl? Or can Mike Tomlin pull off a windy upset? Uh -oh. Steelers are 10-point underdogs to the Bills in Buffalo. Sunday at 1 o'clock, I have uh, talked to our local meteorologist, Josh. And he get, told me it's going to be 25 degrees. The real feel, that's what's important. Right. Because it says 25, you go outside, yep. like, man, it doesn't feel like 25. Mm -hmm. That's the real Absolutely. feel. What the is, the what? real feel is at 8 degrees. The gusts are up to 22. Oof. It might be around 15, all but we could see things. them going all the way up to 22 with an inch of snow yeah. on the ground. Again, the real feel is 8. I think they're going to have a hard time throwing the ball. Brew? <laughs> <laughs> the Bills more likely to make the Super Bowl or lose to the Steelers in this frigid weather. Lose to the Steelers. Wow. Now, I don't think they will, but we have no idea what the Bills are going to do. Mm -hmm. All right, they, they lost to Matt Jones. They lost to Zach Wilson. Yeah. They almost lost a few weeks ago to Easton Stick. Yeah, okay. And then almost lost to Zappy. Yeah, I mean, like, I, look, they could go out. I think they'll win. I'm going to pick them. But I, wouldn't, I, I would definitely pick them to lose this game rather than get all the way to the Super Bowl. So, Brew, stop it. <laughs> what? They're not losing to the Steelers. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, I, they, they will more likely make the Super Bowl. Like, you don't win five games. They've been playing playoff football since. They won seven straight last year heading into the playoffs. I don't. Yeah, and they ran against. They went against Joe Burrow. They no, but they almost beat lost Skyler to Skyler Thompson, Thompson right. in round one. Almost. When did you want to change count. that take now? It's almost a stat. It does me, not. Oh, it doesn't count? <laughs> it doesn't count? Josh, okay. double check. It counts a lot when we almost. talk about this Lions-Cowboys game. I'm telling you that much. We saw the Lions-Cowboys game almost winning. More likely seems to, make to count more than actually winning. Like, this is a joke. They're more likely. Joe, really? Yeah, it is. They're not losing to the Steelers. I mean, I think they you, got a shot. I'm just saying. There's, I'm not okay. saying that the Steelers absolutely have no shot because any team that plays against another team, you have a shot to win a game. But in Orchard Park, without your best player, mm. Mason Rudolph, have, has their offense looked better because of Mason Rudolph? It has. I just don't believe. He hasn't been in this position. So we're now all of a sudden believing, oh, yep. To me, it has nothing to do with the Steelers. It's the Bills. The Bills could just go and have a major F game. That, that's the only reason I'm picking them. You're right, the Steelers are banged up, but no. Go ahead, Wiles. Well, I was going to ask Greg a question. Yeah, go ahead. If the Steelers were going to win and you had to create an environment for them to win, don't you think it would be a cold, windy, ugly game so Josh can't air it out and we're just trying to win a game, you know, 10-7? And like, wow, Mike Tomlin did it again. No, I honestly think it would be the opposite. You wouldn't want that because that would in, and then promote Josh Allen to want to throw down the field and want to be heroic. Ah. In these type of games, he's not going to naturally just say, oh, yeah, let's go down the field. Let's force some throws. No, because yeah, like he understands there's elements. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the elements favor the Bills. 
Uh, I think it's odd because of the city they play in, but they're not a team that historically has played great in the, in the elements, and they don't seem to have been built for that. I all, we were debating earlier who the MVP is of the NFL. And there's listen, as we discussed, there's a good argument for Dak. There's a good, great argument for Lamar. There is no debate on who the LVP of the NFL was. It was... Mitch Trubisky, and I can show it to you because the Steelers this year, when he didn't play, were awesome. Like now, and to be fair, one of those games he barely played, they would have lost anyway. So call it ten and three. But in games he doesn't touch the field, that Steelers team kicked ass. And so I, I think that if they had what? That's a brutal. I, that's a that's brutal. Just, that's so bad. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just telling you I'm what sorry. it is. We didn't know I, that he was gonna do this. I know, <laughs> I'm just Mitch. telling you, it is what it is. That team was ten and two when. Mitch Trubisky he had a ball cap on the whole game, and he's not going to play in this week's game. And so there is that. But And I, my, my gut tells me, because the Steelers don't have T.J. Watt, that the right answer would have been that this is the year Buffalo finally breaks through. And that's what I was going to say until a few hours ago, scrolling Twitter, I came across this piece of footage. And I got to, well, just roll the audio, please, because it's not good. Hey, we'll see you guys again, huh? Always fun competing against you, brother. I'll see you in a couple weeks, yeah? Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear what Josh said? Are you talking about on Dusty the, field the board? Just like... He said, we'll see you guys again. Josh Allen's Had a smart a guy. shoot or something? No, I think he was implying, you know, in the postseason, he knew that the Dolphins were playing the Chiefs. That so I'm sorry, Josh. Full. Josh, you already got put on the board for calling Mahomes one of the best quarterbacks as opposed to what is correct, you know, obviously yeah. nomenclature should be. Now, on the board for see in a couple weeks, will you, Josh? Right, so, so that means not only are you beating the Steelers, but it also means, of course, Tua and the Dolphins are beating the Chiefs. Greg, I, you weren't here, by the way. Yeah. You got eliminated. I, I, I was aware. You got eliminated. <laughs> all the Bengals got eliminated. And we'll see this week. It looks like the Eagles could be eliminated. Maybe Josh gets eliminated. Maybe Tyreek will be eliminated. We'll see. But see in a couple weeks. Yikes. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We'll see no lies. See. <laughs> Tomorrow, most motivational segment in all of sports, it's the Bud List. No time to talk about the bubble, but we'll talk about it tomorrow at 3 o'clock, medals time. Uh, it's Pistons Kings, Darren Fox. Looks like he's got an easy dunk, but because you're playing the Pistons, he did a very Pistons-y thing there and missed it. Sacramento still wins. Detroit has lost. You're not going to believe this five in a row. <laughs> Which means, what's that, 32 of 33 for them? All right, bronze medal, Carl Anthony Towns, 28-6-5. and five. In a nice win for a very good Thunder, or sorry, uh, Timberwolf team over the Magic. Silver medal. This is a tough one because the stats say he should get the gold. But again, it's the Pistons. So we have to do, you know, adjust for deflation, if you will. 37, 10, and 13 for Demonis Sabonis. We need to get that bean back in here post-basket football season. And then the gold. Anthony Davis, 41-11-6 and zero post-game tantrums about the refs. There's the medal stand from last <laughs> night in the wow. association. The news this afternoon will stay in the NBA. Kawhi is back with the Clippers. Three years, 153 million. Brew, he's played in 32 of the Clippers' 36 games this year, and they are hot with James Harden. We were a little bit worried, but it seems like they figured it out. Ty Lue figured it out, according to LeBron. Are you back on the Clippers? Um, I like the Clippers. I told you guys when the trade was made, I thought that it, it, it could work. The key 
The key move, and I'll give Russell Westbrook credit. Now, did Ty Lue go to him privately and say, look, we're going to bring you off the bench, but Russ took credit? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But him going to the bench was the key for them. Because now those three, Harden is an excellent point guard. And with those two, Paul George and Kawhi on the wing, they're dangerous for sure. They're looking good. And Kawhi, very smart move. Typical contract year move. 32 of 36 games he played. Contract's up. Watch him start taking games off probably. Well, I, yeah, I think this is a – I think it's a bad signing. I think that the reason he didn't have this deal before is because they were afraid, I would imagine, of his health. Yep. I do not think a healthy three months is reasonable. He's going to be Don't you think healthy. he was doing that to well, show I, them? I, I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to assign that to him, but I don't think – I think it's – I don't think it's Kawhi's fault. I do not think his body is – capable of playing a full NBA season. He played essentially a full season in order to show he deserved this contract. I don't, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't assign that deal. Uh, Speak is up next. Shingoon in Chicago tonight. We'll be here at 3 o'clock tomorrow.